Hello and welcome to Dunktown, the podcast where we learn about basketball one game at a time. I'm Anastasia. And I'm Agata. And today we have an extra special guest. You know him from the podcasts, The Flagrant Ones and Hollywood Handbook. It's Hayes Davenport. Woo! I'm back in Dunktown. That's right. You are <sighs> our, fir- our first ever guest on this show. Yeah, that's wow. true. This old How's place. It feel? <laughs> just nice sometimes with the so much going on in the world just to be back in a place. <laughs> it just feels just like home. Familiar. You know? These yeah. old these old these hallowed halls. <laughs> Do you do you feel like as the first ever guest of the show, do you feel like you kind of take credit for any any success that we've had with the show? I do in almost every way, uh, many ways beyond that. None of this would be happening without me. You would never have met. You wouldn't be friends. You might not even have That's been true. born. That's true. That's uh, true. We wouldn't have been born. Your podcast success and your whole existence is uh, <laughs> I take ownership of it. I mean, that's actually kind of true. It's true. Yeah. We are friends yeah. because of you. I'm, that's why I'm saying it. <laughs> and you we introduced born, us in a sense. Yeah, we were born on that day. So technically yes. it all tracks. Yeah, I, <laughs> I shed my former shell <laughs> on the day that I met Agata. <laughs> I am glad. That uh, as I think I talked about last time I was on the show, uh, I had lunch with Anastasia and I was like, Sean and I are talking about starting a basketball podcast with Carl Tart and Anastasia very quickly was like, actually, we are too, uh, as if uh, like pretending that she hadn't just thought of it in that moment. Uh, I was kind of like, oh, this is bad. Like, what if? the like their show doesn't do as well because of our show or like much worse our show does badly (laughs) because of their show but both shows have been successful and everyone loves them and that yeah they coexist yes yes yeah for sure it just works it just works yeah i think that for whatever reason our shows have complemented each other in a way that yeah People can listen to both. <laughs> you go to different shows for different things. This show has a beautifully crafted theme song. I'm currently looking at a soundboard with <laughs> hundreds of buttons on it that uh, Gabe has screen shared with me. That's what you go to Dunktown for. You go to the flagrant ones for a show where they have not gotten around to doing a theme song yet. <laughs> and so I have mean, to sing a new have- one. The the singing the theme song is like a fun thing though. The the fans love it. I it's fun for me because I rarely ever have to do it. But and <laughs> but for Sean and Carl, I think it's just a crushing burden. <laughs> just saving, <laughs> doing ten percent less work, uh, at like every week than actually building a whole theme song would be. But you only have yeah. to do the theme song once in that yeah. case. And uh-huh. so it's we have just, it forever. Yeah, that's right. But you guys get great <laughs> fan submission songs like the uh, Haunted House one. The Haunted Mansion song. That was, was incredible. Uh, that was the most guilty I've ever felt that somebody <laughs> created something so beautiful 
to be listened to by a couple thousand people, maybe. Uh, <laughs> like uh, that. I mean, that was. It is always nice, but we like them when they're a little bit worse. <laughs> It was a song. It was a parody of. It was so funny. It was a parody of the the haunted mansion song from Disneyland about how all the players were going to go to Orlando to die of the novel coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, uh, and it was like the perfect combination of ideas where it was like this spooky haunted song because of like Disney and stuff, uh, and also all the jokes in it were really funny. It was great. Yeah, and it I'm was hoping perfect. That, that it was he, yeah. It was so well produced. I think he like got the actual Haunted Mansion guy to sing in it. <laughs> I think he did. I think he did. So you you got you guys took a little hiatus, right? We well, have we it, actually. Really. Oh good. We, we've been around. We just I just assumed that you had because that would be the smart thing to do. <laughs> We, we've been we've been just talking about nonsense though. Like That's while, what we've been doing too, just yeah. gutting it out. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been fun to be honest. Like we had a whole episode about pizza because yeah. that's what got Michael Jordan sick. <laughs> we did a we, we did, did a lot of we did classic games and stuff, which is something we've always talked about doing, but we that's didn't really good. ever have time. And it was fun. Yeah. It's been good. We did an enti- an entire episode about the movie Draft Day, which has nothing to do with <laughs> basketball <laughs> we had griffin newman on it who was in the movie and we just talked about the movie draft day which is about <laughs> football we we but did uh we did uncle drew we had carl on and we did uncle drew that was see that's smart that makes sense yeah <laughs> our our rule is it just has to like tangentially be related to basketball great rule <laughs> yeah if we can somehow like weave a like a winding connection to basketball then we'll do it yeah sure. we did the the amy schumer movie with uh lebron in it what was that train wreck train yes wreck. Yeah. we did that too which very little basketball happening in that movie yeah. but it passes he that so, test he works so hard <laughs> you feel like watching that movie you feel like you're like you're watching like oh he is doing a good job but you're like smiling extra hard because he's like trying so hard that you almost feel like he can see you and like you and you want you you want him to be happy you want him to think he did a good job yes and if he like looks over you want him to be like you're doing great like but you, you can just see how much he wants to be doing well i was just doing a thumbs up the whole time i watched the movie yeah that like, is, go, you just want to be like, keep going. <laughs> uh, but cannot that it wait for also Space could just Jam. fall apart at any second. Yeah, Space Jam. When is that coming <sighs> out? I think 2022. I don't know if that's all right, but a friend of ours worked on it, and we're we're gonna we're gonna get some some juice from that once it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great! Oh, yeah. I can't wait. That was a great well, part of the last dance when he is filming Space Jam. Uh, and and, and, uh, he talks about how, uh, he filmed all day for like 10 hours a day or whatever. He's in like every shot of the movie, basically, certainly every (laughs) live action shot. And then he, the rest of the time would just play basketball with all those like stars. And we Mm. were talking on the show about like, he has like three kids at this this time. And so he's like in this children's movie and he is using the extra time to just like play pickup basketball. 
<laughs> but what about the children who are never mentioned in a, this 20 hour documentary about <laughs> his life well yeah, they had a brief a- they were in a brief cameo like one line i think right and all Very they said was short. they hate the jazz that's yeah. it that's right <laughs> they're like we hate the jazz and then like cut to you know Carl Malone or whatever but it, i want a whole documentary just about him as a father you know? Or like, you know, he got divorced and stuff, but that's what happens when your subject is a producer on the movie and you ask yes. a basic question like, you want to, uh, let's talk about your family. And they just say, no. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's the problem. I agree. I agree. And, and, and like, I feel the same way about biopics where somebody is still alive and involved. It's like, maybe we'll just wait till you die and then we get the yeah. full story. Like what yeah. are we missing? Yeah. Now it's we have to. You know what? We actually have to do Ray again because <laughs> he was alive. He when was it- he was alive for like another whatever year after that movie uh-huh. came out, and now it's time to do it again. Now that he's yeah. dead, we can say whatever we want. Yeah. yeah come on, Hollywood, reboot yeah. Ray. <laughs> um. Speaking of basketball legends, you had one on Hollywood handbook. You talked to Kenny, the Jet Smith. We had Kenny, the Jet Smith. It was so cool. That was amazing. I loved it. He was, he seemed very like down for your silliness. He was so awesome. Uh, He, uh, we, we had this thing where, and we had been told this might happen because he had recorded another earwolf show earlier in the day. Where mm-hmm. he didn't have headphones. His headphones don't fit into his like new headphones. He didn't have a jack for them on his laptop. So he we, we were like, is it okay if you use headphones? He's like, I can't really. And we're like, that's fine. We'll just like make our producer figure it out and like put it together. <laughs> but he really was trying to make the situation better. He was like, here, wait, let me see if this works. And he would take his laptop into another room. <laughs> And be like, is this okay? And we were like, no, but <laughs> doesn't change. No anything. amount of moving around will solve this. But he really, I think he like we didn't really explain, so he just assumed that like uh, something about the echo, like the mm. headphones would uh, help. Um, but then we were like trying to explain our show a little bit and saying that we were like these dumb Hollywood guys or whatever. And he was like, let's just don't, don't let's just go. Let's don't explain it. Let's just go. <laughs> Which we thought at first was like, Oh, he just like, doesn't like us, but he, and maybe he didn't, but I think it was just because he just wanted to like play along with whatever we did. And it was really he, nice. He yeah, was he great. seemed so down. He was great. and But yeah, it seemed like at, at the very end when Sean was talking about how he was like, I don't think he liked me. <laughs> it's like that didn't see, that didn't come across to me no. at all. Like he just no. seemed like he was just he was down for you guys joking around. No, that was whatever. very <laughs> revealing on Sean's part. To, yeah, um, <laughs> that to sounds like that. a Sean thing more yeah. than a Kenny the Jet Smith thing. He uh, he did have a hard out, uh, and so we ended the show, the interview with him after half an hour, and I said that I had gotten scared and uh, lied that we had to go, and so then we <laughs> talked about that for the rest of the episode, and we had so many people being like, that was definitely real, that... <laughs> Wait, you lied to him? him? No, on the show, they lied that 
he he didn't have a heart out that they ended it early because they were oh, scared. Okay. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> so we were like, bye, Kenny. And then like we all stayed on and I was like, I lied actually that the interview was over because I just got scared. And all these people online. They're like, Hayes really <sighs> sounded scared. Yeah. They're like, that's that's pretty cool that they can still get scared after <laughs> Okay, were you scared though? I yeah, would be terrified. I was scared. <laughs> yeah. Of course, I was scared. But you're a professional. You know how to deal with scary situations. Oh yeah, like that. sure. No, yeah. I mean, I I use I use that fear. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Are you guys excited that there's basketball again? Oh my god! Yes, I'm overwhelmed to be honest. There's, there's too, too much, happening. much basketball. We've got the WNBA and the NBA. We cover both, which is hard to do simultaneously. But we're we're trying to do it. Um, WNBA yeah. started first, and that was awesome. Um, and now we've got the NBA back, and you know, Sabrina I, got hurt. I know, I know. We saw that. Is she it's gonna be so out? Sad. She's out for a month. She had a she had a level three sprain, which, based on my Wikipedia knowledge, is bad. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> they said a month, which is crazy because they don't have that long in there yeah like no i mean the liberty will be out i assume right of, well at the least they running, had so. two explosive games yeah at least they, she got uh, a little uh, bit uh, don't they stink haven't they not won a game yet <laughs> yeah but she was doing really well especially in this in her second game she did really well yeah. there's actually there's a highlight of her where she scores a basket sprints to the other side of the court, intercepts a pass and sends it back to the Liberty on the other side. Like it's outrageous <laughs> what she did just in that one play. Um, she's amazing. She's yeah, really fun she's to watch. Um, I mean, at least it wasn't like, you know, broken anything or torn anything. So she'll be back. She seems like those like, um, the like soccer players you knew in high school that were not like distinctly or just like purely athletic, not necessarily like super strong or whatever, but just like uh, could just like run infinitely and mm-hmm. just like made entirely of athletic skill. I'm basically yeah. saying that she's like an athlete. That's the big comparison. <laughs> that I'm, You're not wrong. She is an I'm athlete. Making yeah. Today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean i think uh like kind of overall like we are very hesitant about the bubble continuing but it seems like things are going okay so far so staying someone, positive uh, you know, yeah i mean i've tried to watch baseball and i find that it has just like made me too sick to watch just knowing that like everyone there is has the coronavirus right uh and so that like that that affects your ability to enjoy the game somewhat just knowing that ev- like everyone playing has a disease right but with basketball it seems to be working yeah there I'm, hasn't been I'm one case pleasantly surprised honestly me in too in the WNBA there was a a scare where they thought one player uh tested positive but they think it was actually a false positive cuz she immediately tested negative afterwards but they're still gonna like they're still being very cautious they're still gonna isolate her and wait until she gets two negatives within 24 hours of each other so 
So it's like they're doing a good job. They're being very careful. Um, It seems like it's working. So in baseball, are they just like, they're just like, we don't, we're not doing anything. We don't care. Just play. They cancel games constantly. Uh Uh, One team had 14 players get coronavirus. Shit. Uh, One of the Red Sox starters uh, is having trouble uh, coming back to play because his heart is not functioning as well as it did before he had COVID. Oh, my God. Uh, That is scary. The St. Louis Cardinals just had uh, their whole weekend of games canceled. And the Major League Baseball has told their TV partners to come up with something else to possibly play as soon as Monday. Uh, so just rookie dip of the into, year. They just got to play rookie of the year. <sighs> yes, rookie of the year. Or like, <laughs> see if you have like a pile of just shoot me episodes or something. That <laughs> you just be ready to hit play on that on Monday when baseball is canceled forever. That's just so irresponsible. Oh. Like, well, the way yeah. they did it, like you know, with no isolation. Um, mm-hmm. Right. Even you know, they all they they travel. Uh, they can go home. There's no like bubble. They just like decided to wing it. Um, and of course, it was like very, very obvious that this would happen. It's amazing that the NBA model has worked because, like, you know, these things are the bubble is porous. There's right. like all like you know, um, it shouldn't work that well. But I'm very glad it has. Totally. Yeah. Same. And I think this first month of the bubble is crucial. You know, it's like if the players can not break the rules and, you know, everyone stays safe in this first month, then I think it'll be a good sign for the rest of the time that they're there because they'll just be focused on the playoffs, right? Yeah. If it's like we got this far, I I mean, I would think at the beginning, it would be more like, well, obviously, this is not going to work and like no one's going to be like sticking to this. But even if you get like and that's so funny, we're making these predictions like two games into the the new season. Like this is actually working great. Uh, (laughs) But um, it does feel that with it, there is a general sense of like, oh, this can actually happen and we Mm -hmm. can maybe see this all the way through to the end. So what's your finals predictions? (sighs) We did this on the show. I mean, like, so we're going to talk about Lakers Clippers, Mm -hmm. which I think is like the big question, right? And honestly, like the, um, the, the two matchups have already happened or for what I think are going to be the East and West uh finals lakers clippers and bucks celtics they were both very very close games i think the bucks are um like you know a little more obviously better than the celtics than there is any real difference between the lakers and clippers Mm -hmm. that's the the really tough one i mean i kind of think the clippers are gonna do it i do too i totally do too because like I mean, they lost the first game, but barely like spoiler barely. alert. <laughs> barely, yeah. Spoiler alert. If you haven't watched it yet, <laughs> they barely Without lost. They were, of- they were down. Yeah, they were down Lou and Trez. Like that's that's good for them. I think I'm happy about it. <laughs> and they ha- yeah, they're, I mean, they're playing like Joakim Noah 10 minutes 
in a hugely consequential game instead of yeah trez they have like reggie jackson was out there for like almost 40 minutes like if lou comes back and like i mean it does feel like they will be you know unstoppable unstoppable Okay, Hayes, one more question. Yes, 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 yes. Go ahead. We're going to talk about this entire game. Go ahead. Yeah. (laughs) One more question before we move on to the next segment. But um, you are a Clippers season ticket holder. Will we see you on the virtual fan cam? So I saw that Payman, the Pain Man, Mm -hmm. Ben's uh, Pain Man gets bored, as Sean (laughs) came up with. Uh, so is gonna do it yeah. this time i have received no offer you had to sign up just... somewhere you oh, he I... said he had to because i texted him about it i was like how did you do this and he was like i sent in an application or responded well, to an email I or know, something. it feels like it's just being and you know carl is doing post game stuff for the clippers it's yeah. so cool on the prime ticket app that's uh, awesome with a su- the son of another announcer who's like a little kid, I think. So it's Carl like <laughs> hanging out with a little kid. That's um, cool. Even if they're not talking about basketball, like I want to yeah, see Carl right? hang out with a kid all the time. I can't wait. I mean, I am. I I have Carl's permission to pirate the entire show every time and then and just release it. <laughs> Maybe via Patreon. So we are actually making money off of it. <laughs> Uh, but it just feels like everyone I know who's associated with uh, like the Clippers in any way is just being given all these amazing media opportunities. Payman gets to have his face. You got to email be- someone and say, "I want to. I want this too. Give me I the. Give me. It. Give me the fan cam <laughs> seat where I can <laughs> scream in my on video." I don't know what I mean. Like the reality, for most of the time, I'm watching these games as I'm just expressionless. and i wouldn't want to feel like i have to put on a big show that's how i feel i wouldn't want to do it i'd have to be like clapping and excited the whole time come on yeah (laughs) i would do it if i i mean i'm not important enough to do it so i'm i'm rooting for you hayes gabe said he would just cram his face with nachos the whole time (laughs) (laughs) that's good i also worry like what if you forget that you are being broadcast to the world because you're not looking at your own face or anything. Right. <laughs> and you start picking your nose or picking something. your nose or like just like fully disrobing or like <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's someone's job to be watching all the feeds and shutting it yeah. down if someone starts like you're taking sure? their shirt off. <laughs> you're sure of that. I'm sure and I want that to be my job. Someone's job to be watching every one of the feeds. I think so. uh, It's like a security guard with just like a huge media station. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, and to what end do you like, are you doing this? I guess you are providing your team the support that they need for home games uh, to, to persevere. So maybe, maybe that would be useful for them. It's yeah. been funny. I like I don't like it. Uh it's been funny to see, but I ha- I do have to say like there are some things that I'm like, okay, this makes sense. Like 
the fans that like move their hands behind the backboard during free mm-hmm. throws and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah. okay, like that is what would happen in a home game. And so I kind of get that, but otherwise it's just like a bunch of like silent ghosts screaming into the void. <laughs> <laughs> it does seem like everyone is uh, trapped in the, yeah. in the phantom zone and there's like and they a, don't really look happy for the yeah. most part there's exactly. like a button you can click online right I, they, the announcers were talking about it you can click a button on nba.com or whatever and cheer loudly whenever you're excited it's so weird <laughs> this is our future this, this is, is we thought back it's to the future, future too is, would be yeah this is we, you know this is happening right now. No, I, I just mean like our vision of the future is not this like weird fan interaction, but this is what the future is like. Yeah. I, I do think it's better. Than I flying like, cars. Yeah. I like <laughs> it feels more like you're watching like an actual game instead of like a weird little like uh, Shakespeare in the park, like theatrical <laughs> performance. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, it's like, why are all these people there? Like, why are they like watching you do this? Like, it just feels like this uh, weird little uh, presentation uh, now, uh, like of everyone being in this like giant arena. But when you're just like, when they're just playing a game, you're like, this somehow feels more, like deeply felt yeah for sure hey and welcome to another all-star review where we read the reviews you leave about our podcast this one is from ginger hot pie they say okay i know nothing about basketball but this isn't just a good resource for b-ball dum-dums it's consistently absurdly funny anastasia and agata are the best and i want to be best friends with them thanks for being so perfect bye-bye Aw, we will be best friends with you. That's all you got to do is write us a review. <laughs> it counts. Yeah, just leave us five stars on the podcast app of your choice, and uh, maybe we'll read your review and become best friends with you. So we have a little segment where we wrap up all the news that happens in a week called Previously on Basketball. Previously on LA Law. Basketball. What was nice. that one, Gabe? Oh, uh, that was L.A. Law. It's uh, themed for this week. Oh. It, it feels appropriate for <laughs> Hayes, uh, a man involved in uh, the goings-on in L.A.'s political world. That's true, and I have become basically the enforcer of L.A. Law. <laughs> <laughs> With my show, L.A. Podcast, which Anastasia did not mention in her introduction oh. of me. I'm so sorry, but I still am a huge fan of it. And uh, I still Just because like- I do it for free, Anastasia doesn't think it's a real <laughs> podcast. I I didn't want to give you credit for it. <laughs> uh, I Yeah, a lot of stuff happened in, in basketball this week. Like <laughs> All what? right. Whoosh me in, Gabe, and I'll say the headlines. NBA boasts zero positive COVID tests as seeding games begin in the bubble. Boasting. (laughs) Most players, coaches, and refs choose to kneel during national anthem before restart openers. Sabrina Ionescu suffers grade three ankle sprain in her third game with the New York Liberty 
will sit out for a month. Ariel Powers calls out Andre Ugadala for referring to her by a number in a tweet. Sylvia Fowles becomes the WNBA's all-time leader in rebounding. Kyrie Irving donates $1.5 million to support WNBA players opting not to play this season. A Magic City dancer refutes Lou Williams' claim he just went for the wings. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's uh, see what this uh, dancer had to say. Okay, working the day shift from 3 to 9 p.m., Aries said she danced last week for Williams, a regular at the club who has a dish named after him, the Lou Will Lemon Pepper Barbecue Wings. After placing an order with the Magic City Kitchen, the high-scoring Clippers guard ambled around the club, Aries said, and she was one of a few dancers who performed for him, keeping a six-foot distance. He tipped very well, she said. Well, that's nice that he's tipping. (laughs) You have to say this. Imagine if you are a dancer at this club... And one of the biggest news stories of the week is that the main draw at this club is actually the food. (laughs) (laughs) This is your work and your Uh work is like in performance. And you have this guy saying, I actually only go to eat chicken at this this club. That's the main reason (laughs) that you go. Well, he I mean, he tried to cover it up clearly with his stupid friend uh it didn't work the several times he was like delete it lie about it whatever then he was like okay i I had to be there so i need a good reason for why i was there i don't think i actually don't think his friend jack hawthorne i i'm guessing that lou williams did not have to communicate with him and say hey you need to lie about this i'm sure like you think the first the first like three comments were like oh shit lou williams is (laughs) wearing his nba provided mask to go to a strip club when he's supposed to be isolating i'm sure i'm sure he the jack hawthorne figured it out before probably before lou williams did i mean I don't I don't know. He seems like an idiot <laughs> to me. Oh, for sure. For yeah. sure. Giant and, idiot. Gabe, do you, have you the, know, do you have the link I sent about uh, of them talking about Lou? I don't see it on the list, but Oh yeah, I do. Here. Who would have been in the game about that time? Uh, would it have been Lou Wings? I I mean Lou Will? I mean Lou Magic City. Oh, oh Lemon Pepper Lou. Yeah, Lemon Pepper <laughs> Lou. He would have gone to Magic City in the middle of the third quarter, right? Uh, I love that nickname. It's sticking so many- forever. Lemon Pepper Lou is good. good. Lou Wings is okay. <laughs> the Inside the NBA guys had a couple. Um, I think it was Sweet Lou Wings Williams. <laughs> okay, not <laughs> and, great. Uh, hold on. I wrote them down. They were they were riffing as well. Everyone wants to make this an, a nickname. Uh <laughs> Chicken Wings Williams. That's pretty good. Sweet Chicken Wings Lou. That's clunky. We got to yeah. choose one. And I feel like Lemon Pepper Lou might lemon be Lemon Pepper the- Lou is the lemon clear Lemon Pepper Lou is good. Yeah. <laughs> or even just Lemon Pepper is a really good nickname. Yeah. I love that. Uh, 
I love inside the NBA now how they have to scream even louder at each other because they're all <laughs> sitting 20 feet away. They're, <laughs> I like that they are concerned about their just like collective medical vulnerabilities. You can tell because it's it goes beyond really what you need to do like for social yeah. distancing. They are so far apart. That desk is insane. Huge. It's the desk a- is like 200 <laughs> feet long. It's probably bigger than my whole apartment, I imagine. That desk. And they're enclosed in like lucite. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. But it uh, makes, I mean, like Ernie Johnson has had a lot of health problems. Yeah. Uh, you know, like none of these guys are like the picture. of the, Kenny, I think, is very healthy. I think uh, the rest are famously like, it's, it's an ongoing yeah. joke on the show. <laughs> they have weight problems. <laughs> Let's talk about Ariel Powers and Andre Iguodala. He he sent out a tweet. Um, he was watching her play, and he sent out a tweet that said, "Number twenty three from the Mystics is nice," uh-huh. uh, which she was offended by, and she said, yeah. "Put some respect on my name, or keep this tweet to yourself." Now this uh, is cool because yeah. oh, and he said no manners. He said that yeah, he said no sucks. manners. Which is and then so she shitty. responded with like the best thing ever. We deal with disrespect on the daily. For someone like you, Andre, to tweet that off the same device you could have looked me up on is unacceptable. Like he could have looked up twenty three mystics yeah, and right. found her name instantly. And then a screenshot of a TMZ article that says uh, Andre Iguodala didn't want his daughter to play basketball because he didn't want her to become a lesbian. <laughs> Which Andre I guess Iguodala, has happened a while ago. Yeah, that, that was, was a that was a while ago. Yeah, yeah, that was in January 20. of twenty January of twenty sixteen. I mean, come on, it was a completely different. <laughs> wow, that was, <laughs> it was a different time. <laughs> You're gonna judge Obama people by what around. they. So, by, by what they said at the beginning of 2016, I want—I mean, I'm sure you don't want your early 2016 comments being dredged up. Uh, yeah, I mean, oh, that's so shitty. It's shitty. He should have just been like, "Sorry, like you're a great player," instead of like doubling down. No manners. Fuck Iguodala, him. It's cool because he. I love him and I always like hearing him talk about basketball and stuff. But in the last couple of years, he has really gotten into being like a startup and like investment guru type. And it's so annoying. Like this whole like personality he's affected is just like, like gross. He's like um that guy at the beginning of uh, YouTube videos that uh, you see do- doing like a half hour ad and he's like, want to know how I uh, filled my garage with all these cars? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what oh, Iguodala has become. Uh, and he also was one of the like two players to choose the group economics jersey to, to play in uh, during what? the tribute period. What is, ec- what's what does that mean? Group economics is like uh neighborhood 
level like collective like basically it's the idea of like creating supportive economic structures so you don't have to rely on uh like big national banks and like uh systems that will not benefit you it's very weird to have on a jersey especially like when there's just much direct much more direct things about people being killed by police to right. to to talk about um it's a lot like gordon hayward wearing education reform yeah <laughs> now kids are going to be yet like when they shoot like fadeaway jumpers now they're going to say education reform instead of <laughs> instead of hayward right <laughs> yeah did you see what jimmy butler did yeah what jimmy he... butler had just nothing on his jersey which and he like had it he was like that's kind of like if my name weren't on this jersey i would just be like another black man and like i wanted to drive that point home but then he like came into the game and the ref blew his whistle so jimmy butler could change into a jersey with his name on it (laughs) yeah he apparently he applied or like requested uh, from the NBA if he could just have no name, no statement on his jersey, and they said no. So then he wow. was like, "Well, I'm going to start the game with no name, and just to like make a statement." Like he's they just doing. Let it. him do that. Yeah, they said he has to have something, a name or something. Why? I don't know because it's not like there's like. 10 equalities on the court it's not like it's actually helpful and there are entire sports base a lot of baseball jerseys don't have the the names on them at all what a bizarre rule (laughs) i don't know i have no idea why they just wouldn't let him and so he said okay well then i'll just do this thing where i start the game with no name and then did he get did he get fined no it was they just he changed his jersey and it was fine Mm. But he w- he wanted to make this statement. So all right, this is related to another news item. Did you see the Jonathan Isaac thing? Yes. The only he player didn't knelt. Neil. He did not knelt. Mm. <laughs> he did not knelt. <laughs> uh, and afterwards, he gave an explanation that I I couldn't even repeat if I tried. It, it was, was so confusing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the big takeaway was like, this guy's weird. So he he also didn't wear the Black Lives Matter jersey no. or shirt. He wore the Orlando Magic jersey. He was like, I don't think wearing a t-shirt that says Black Lives Matter is the best way to support black lives. And it's like, okay, but wearing an Orlando Magic jersey is <laughs> like, why is that better? Yeah. And also, like, what else are you doing then? If you think that's stupid, like, well, say something about, else. <laughs> it was about Jesus. And it that was like the crux of his argument was something about Jesus and God oh. wanting him just to wear an Orlando Magic jersey. And it was like, okay, <laughs> this guy has a lot Seems going like on. A, and it's all weird. He's probably like an all lives matter guy then. He did actually say that. He said all lives matter according <laughs> to Jesus. Uh, <laughs> it's in the Bible. But but Popovich didn't either. I thought it was cool how nobody cared that Popovich didn't do it because he just like everyone kind of he's just been given enough credit and like everyone knows enough of what he's about that like him not kneeling. Everyone was like, 
who cares? Yeah, he's yeah, outspoken he's enough. And yeah, maybe yeah. he has bad knees. <laughs> yeah, it's hard There's to kneel that. when you're old. <laughs> and I think he was a Navy guy or something. So maybe, I don't know, his friend died. But mm. he's he's been outspoken enough that I think people know like what he's about, right? Yeah, everyone just like moved on and nobody nobody cared. Do we want to talk about these little in the bubble bits? What do you yeah. think? Okay, uh, so in the bubble, <laughs> we're gonna watch a couple little um, bits of content. We'll say coming out of the <laughs> bubble right now. Uh, so. Here's just a, a video of Luca hitting some threes and dancing to Slovenia music. <laughs> oh man. That's Sounds cute. like the song has the word Slovenes in it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I guess some of our songs have like Americans in it. For they just sure. got to shout out their country, man. <laughs> I saw a video of him kicking. They had some game where he like he I saw him kick in a lot of three pointers. Really? really? <laughs> yeah. They like they all they do now in the bubble is just like invent new games and yeah. be like what if what if you okay so first thing you got to do is bounce it off this um <laughs> but yeah he he rocks and this the, just let me just say the production on this podcast makes our producer andy look like just the most worthless piece of shit <laughs> no we no. love andy he has to look andy. up he does his whole segment gray king news where he just like right before the show google's basketball news today (laughs) (laughs) and this and you have this video and i can see it and this whole the soundboard and the game doesn't even have to speak yeah that's how we like it we like a quiet amazing amazing yeah baby (laughs) it's incredible let's let's look at this photo of ad uh in the locker room He's just peeking in on LeBron doing <laughs> press. <laughs> it's a really good photo. It's really scary. His unibrow is, you know, very prominent. I think the shadows mm-hmm. of where he's standing are making it look very dark. He looks excited. He's checking in like he's going to start fucking with LeBron mid-sentence. I think he was yelling, hurry up at LeBron. He was telling him <laughs> to hurry up. They wanted um, to get back to the hotel pool and do some laps or something. I would describe his look as cheeky. He looks very cheeky. <laughs> in that. That's a good description of that for sure. Cheeky. Up um, to no good. Yeah, exactly. We also have a uh, Jalen Brown's Instagram story of Giannis. Um, let's just see. Let's just see this. <laughs> what the fuck? He's holding hands with a uh, ref. <laughs> After the Celtics Bucks game, um, essentially they were saying that the refs gave it to the Bucks. What is this a shot from? A screenshot from? I don't or did, know. Rain Man for sure. or something? I don't know. Man, I don't think they ever hold hands in Rain Man. <laughs> oh. I would be curious to know. Did I invent that? Yeah, I think but so. It's, 
it is a photo of a couple holding hands suggesting that Giannis and this ref are boyfriends together. Yeah. And I liked what Jalen posted, which is NBA. Don't find me. This is Photoshop. <laughs> As if, if he had, I guess, been like sneaking around and photographed them actually on a date <laughs> that were real, then he would be in trouble. Yeah. I mean, their That's heads hilarious. are huge it's no very are, you going to somehow, are you going to figure out what the source of this is that's what i'm trying to do yeah okay are you gonna and google just, image search it like neve yeah i was looking for visually <laughs> similar images reverse search uh, but I don't, I don't see the exact one for our listeners we have links to all of these in the show description so feel free to giggle along with us <laughs> oh was that wob or who posted They're it first? All, uh, yeah, it's all the new one. We can't find the original, right. which means that maybe somebody staged this photo just <laughs> for the purpose of putting their heads on it. <laughs> I like Honestly, that for whoever did this, you can probably just search like Google image search gay guys. And, <laughs> like and that's, that's probably what will come up. Whoever made that's this, that's probably what they did. But what about copyright laws? You got to be careful. That's true. <laughs> All right. Let's look at um, Russ in the locker room. Russ being very angry. From the arena. He notices the camera. Russell Westbrook. Looks around. <laughs> he looks so angry. The arena is he calls, I think, a, a coach or assistant coach over. Looking forward to that next game, though. About star power. I don't think Westbrook wanted that camera. Yeah, there. He, he called Keith Jones over. Yeah, I mean, the guy's trying to change. Imagine if there's a camera in your closet. Yeah, there the announcer's like, I don't think he like wanted the camera in the locker room or something. It's like, I don't know of why, course. but he's like pissed about that. I guess that we put a camera in the locker room. <laughs> that we're broadcasting him changing clothes right now. He in that shot, you can really see. I mean, he like pulls on the like chest of his jersey top and it like springs back his like his jerseys always looks like he's about to do like the floor exercise at the Olympics. It's like (laughs) it's on so much tighter than everyone else's. It is like like a superhero. He's showing off the those. Uh. muscles (laughs) muscles <laughs> one of the best bodies in sports sure yeah i would too yeah Me too. i say everyone um everyone else in the nba should go one size down in their uniforms good call thank you um <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about michael porter jr and his coronavirus oh, cur- conspiracy theories i can't believe that was this week personally i think that the coronavirus is being used obviously for a bigger agenda um, and it's being used for population control in just terms of being able to control the masses of people. I mean, because of this virus, the whole world is being controlled. I mean, you're required to wear masks. Um, and who knows what will happen when this vaccine comes out. Oh, no. Controlled He's an anti-vaxxer, too. Who? Controlled by who? <laughs> Who's behind it, Michael? He was it, very Michael? close. <laughs> He was very close. And when he was like, oh, it's being used for population control. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess it to like kill a bunch of people. I guess in that sense, it is 
functioning as population <laughs> control. But yeah. like, I, I mean, if you wanted to say like, I think the, you know, government isn't doing what they're supposed to be doing in response to a pandemic in order to kill off poor people or something, I'd be like, okay, but he's just saying it's being used for population control as if there's like a world government yeah. that's bunkered for the down entire somewhere. World, yeah. The entire world that's affected. He thinks that somebody somewhere is like, let's kill off the population everywhere. It makes no sense, Michael. <laughs> I No, he's not. And he doesn't. I actually don't think he thinks that people are dying. He thinks that people are just being forced inside so their government can do its its big outside plan. Like they, <laughs> they are they're, doing stuff outside that they do not want us to see. And they're making us wear masks. Yeah, Which, the government just know. wanted us to wear masks for no reason. So they invented a fake virus. <laughs> I mean, the mask industry is skyrocketing. Booming. So big mask is, you know, really profiting off of this. So maybe he's got a point. It's tough. Right. Some of some athletes, and I relate to this in uh, comedy podcasting as well. You do get this instinct every once in a while to be like, I'm actually really smart too. <laughs> 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 and just like absolutely just spout off about something you know nothing whatsoever about uh and then you look dumber than when you started <laughs> do you think he's like on facebook just like posting all the conspiracy stuff he's yeah, in he's, q and on groups yeah <laughs> he's a big q guy he is <laughs> He is posting dank memes. That's <laughs> <laughs> bad. Poor guy. But Kyrie, I think he can move beyond this because like, Kyrie did eventually. That's true. Yeah. That's true. We're, I also want to talk Kyrie. about that other news story. That Kyrie news story is is so great in so many ways. It's yeah. like nice, charitable, supportive thing, but it's also this passive aggressive, like just quit. Just stop <laughs> playing. That's true. I'll pay for you to not play. I mean, he's be he's doing a lot of great stuff right now. We're we're I'm, team Kyrie on this show. He rocks. He destroyed my favorite team temporarily, and I still <laughs> love him. All right. This week, we watched the Los Angeles Clippers at the Los Angeles Lakers from the NBA bubble in Orlando, Florida on July 30th, 2020. Let's meet the boys. Let's meet the boys. <laughs> Come on, let's meet the boys. Great group of guys. <laughs> on the Los Angeles Clippers. We've got Starters, Kawhi Leonard, Marcus Morris, Ivica Zubats, Paul George, and Reggie Jackson. Off the bench, Jamichael Green, Patrick Beverly, Joakim Noah. Did I say it right? Yep. Okay. Uh, head coach, Doc Rivers. Or Joe Kim. Joe People Kim. often say Joe Kim. Okay. Yeah. Um, and notably out is Lemon Pepper Lou himself and Trez. Big Dunks Trez, <laughs> as I call him. <laughs> And on the Lakers, I love LA. 
We have starters Anthony Davis, LeBron James, JaVale McGee, and uh, uh, Kentavious Caldwell-Pope, and Danny Green. And off the bench, we had Kyle Kuzma, Alex Caruso, Dion Waiters, and head coach is Frank Vogel. So let's go ahead and get into the game. All right. That new game Great. theme is, it's like so intense. It just like yeah. pumps me up for this. And this just the, the this phase of the show where every other sentence is a sound drop <laughs> <laughs> will soon become the entire show. The, I mean, nobody would if complain. Gabe has People his love way. it. Yeah. <laughs> People All the love Gabe it. freaks out there Shout calling out for more sound drops. Shout out to Andrew Clotworthy who made our song and a bunch of our drops. Um, let's talk about this game. It is the opener of the reopening of the season. <laughs> opening night. Opening night. Number one in the and two in the West. Big LA lights night in lights. <laughs> Hollywood. <laughs> Say more beach, stuff. <laughs> Malibu. Uh, celebrities, uh-huh. uh, keep going. Pool party, <laughs> um, uh, Sandra Bullock. Um, <laughs> you know, okay, that's enough. That's enough. Yeah, everybody gets it. Sandra Bullock, the most. <laughs> Who do you think of when you think of? Does she even live here? I don't know. Los Angeles. Oh well, like well, Sandra Bullock. Of course, I mean, she's certainly been here. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even certain she lives here, but. Big star anyway. She moved to Austin <laughs> when I was living there when I was a kid. Oh, really? And all the kids were like, oh, New Orleans. Or actually, she might not have even moved to Austin. She might have just been shooting a movie there. Yeah. This giant city. And everyone freaked out that Sandra Bullock was going to be in <laughs> Austin, one of the 10 biggest cities in America. <laughs> everyone thought they'd run into her. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Uh, this game rocked, and it's so exciting to. Ha- I mean, it's almost unbelievable that the Clippers and Lakers are the two best teams in their conference. Yeah, I believe this is the first time that has ever happened. Mm-hmm. It's so exciting. Very it's exciting. Awesome. It was this game in both teams. Yeah, it was. It was kind of like the whole time I was just like, this is like the best basketball like you're just watching like the highest level of every element of basketball happening it was just very i was pumped the whole time yeah and i think people like usually hate one or or the other of the teams but i think both are pretty likable yeah right now in their current makeup um everyone is cool there are all these like scrappy weirdos on both teams now mm-hmm. um with morris and noah on the clippers and dion waiters on the lakers who was who looked great yeah in this game and alex caruso know? like alex caruso what of a course. weird guy who played super well <laughs> gabe loves him who gabe loves like, any balding player <laughs> The addition of the headband has somehow made it worse. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what were you going like to say he, about Dion Waiters? Sorry, I cut you off. Oh yeah, has he? Have you talked about him on your show previously? We've talked about his gummy episode. 
Oh, okay, yeah. great. <laughs> There's other weird uh, stuff there? about him too, though, right? Weird stuff. I mean, yeah, he uh, has had like personal, I think, issues in the past uh, as a, as an NBA player. But his big, his defining feature as a player on the court is what they call being on Waiters Island, which you saw a lot in this game, where he does not seem to know that he is that there's anyone else on the court, <laughs> and he just like brings the ball up and just like uh, does a bunch of stuff until he figures out a way to shoot. And in this game, it worked. He is like one of the last remaining like purely ISO players uh, in the league. Cause it's something that like the, the rest of the league has like really gotten away from. Right. Um, but it's very satisfying when you watch it be successful. Yeah. So he's cool. And I'm glad that he has finally come down off the edible <laughs> that he took on a plane <laughs> he just he's been this whole time <laughs> yes and now he is able to play basketball again it does feel <laughs> a little bit like um lebron's like collecting these misfit boys to then yeah. take under his wing and rehab into high level athletes who can play well together you know daddy lebron's camp. Has, <laughs> yes it is like lebron's basketball camp but instead of for kids it's like an adult fantasy camp type <laughs> thing for misfit for, men <laughs> yes he has kind of always done this he did in miami too when he first went to miami and had the opportunity to basically build that roster you know when you are paying two or three guys huge money then you have a choice of either picking uh, veterans kind of off the scrap heap or investing in young talent. And everyone was like, well, they should just put a bunch of like young guys around LeBron and he'll make his presence will make them better. And one of them might become like a superstar mm -hmm. basically. But LeBron is always like, no, no, no. Get me like, like Zydrunas Ilgauskas, who's like 41 years old <laughs> and just can like does not jump ever uh like but but i think he is more comfortable with players who he knows can do certain things well yeah and then just like working them into this system rather than bringing players in who he's still kind of like figuring out what talents they can lend to yeah to the operation he's kind of a beautiful minding Mm -hmm. these like different pieces together. He's like, he looks at Dwight Howard and he sees like a very specific things that Dwight Howard can yeah. do. And he's like, I need that to complete my puzzle. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. and everyone else is like, sees all the problems around Dwight Howard sure. as well. You know, even like J.R. Smith, who may have lost him a championship. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> If people don't know, uh, J.R. Smith um, in in the finals in uh, 2018, I believe, yep. he didn't realize there was only three seconds left and didn't take a shot when he should have. Yes. Um, it's where the classic meme is yeah. from. <laughs> LeBron's like <laughs> screaming with his arms out <laughs> wide like, what are you doing? <laughs> Shoot <Yeah>. the ball. <laughs> 
Uh, that's what that's what actually was the beginning of this show was watching oh, yeah, that, that watching oh, that wow. game together. <laughs> Agata came over to my house and we watched that game together, and then later described it to Gabe, and he said, "Let's make a podcast." Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and after that, you would think, like, well, that's probably enough for that relationship. Like, right? That, uh, like LeBron just saying, like, this was good. I think we could move on from this now. <laughs> But instead, he brought him back, and they're doing it again. And he hit a couple big threes in uh, in this game. Yeah, he was doing great. He he went back to camp for another summer. Yeah, yeah. he's we went back. He's his parents said he was too old to go back to camp. <laughs> also, J.R. Smith hasn't played for two years. Is that I'm pretty sure that's true, right? He hasn't been on a team. Since 2018. Did he stay with... I mean, like, honestly, what happens on the Cavs stays on the Cavs. <laughs> it's a mystery. Well, I know he was, like, refusing to play for a while, right? That was the thing. I remember reading that he was, like... He was, like, saying that he was injured or something, but he just didn't want to play. I believe he was... Yes, he was out for some period of time, but I could not tell you exactly how long. Yeah. Like Kevin Love is like still playing basketball. Like I just like the current state of the Cavs. It's just totally unknown to me. Yeah. Should we should we start a campaign to rescue Kevin Love? It's so (laughs) everyone has been saying for so long. Like oh Kevin Love. Like that's a piece they got to do something. This team that has like absolutely no prospects of any kind. Right. And he's he likes it there. I think he just maybe wants to stay. Bad move, but yeah. you know he. I'm not his manager, so I don't get a say. J.R. Smith did not hit any threes in this game. He only took one shot. Didn't even attempt any threes. So I don't know. I think I was thinking of a preseason game. Anyway, let's continue. Um, <laughs> there were so many fouls called in this game that felt silly to me. I felt like the refs were also kind of getting into their groove after not performing for a while. So like they were calling fouls that just almost never get called like um i think someone during a free throw stepped in too soon and they called a foul for that yes a lane violation that's what that's called they normally don't they 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 almost never call that it's true yeah the announcers were like baffled yeah they i wonder if they're like just trying to keep a tighter leash on things in general because an injury to any player is like so much more devastating that's true now then i mean like so maybe like i it's it does seem like the officiating has been bad across all the early games Mm -hmm. worse than uh the the play has been like i expected the like the players to just be like figuring a lot of stuff out but like in general it looks completely normal it looks the same um, but yeah, the officiating has been notably not super good, but they have yeah. a little time to ramp up because these games for the most part mean absolutely nothing. Right. Right. I want, I want to talk about something that happened in the first half. They were talking about, um, how all the players in the bubble have been going fishing. Um, and they've all yeah. been taking identical photos with these giant fish. And then the theory was floated that somebody has been stalking the lake with fish <laughs> for the players to successfully catch something. What do you guys think about this? The NBA that was has, confirmed. right? Yeah. The, Wait, it was really? actually, it was, yeah, the NBA or Disney. Yeah. I think it actually might have been Andy, who <laughs> 
is our producer who does work for the Disney Corporation. It's yeah. very unclear what his job is, but it's something to do with the parks. That's all he'll say. It's true. Uh, and it might be just... He's Goofy's personal assistant. <laughs> <laughs> and that's part yeah so goofy of course every once in a while will uh get a fish in his pants and (laughs) andy throws it into the lake yes be sort of like writhing around until andy will fish it out and then uh the lake for the players to catch the same fish over and over again yeah the announcer seemed outraged that an inexperienced fisherman could catch a fish in this lake. And it's like, give these poor guys a break. They're stuck in a bubble. Let them catch a few fish, even if they're bad at it. They were pissed. All of them. Mark Jackson was like, they're holding up the fish acting like they, they caught that. Like they're real fishermen. Come on. What are, they're not like professional fish. Like as if you, you were only allowed to take a picture of yourself having caught a fish. If you're a pro fisherman. Right. Uh, oh, I didn't realize that was confirmed, but that's, I mean, what didn't the that's NBA think of, you know, like what mm. they thought of it all. Have you guys been watching um, Matisse Thibel's YouTube channel? Yeah, I've heard it's great. It's I have not so been watching good, Oh Hayes. my God. Hayes, you have to watch it. It's amazing. And he's like, he's really good at editing and putting it together too. I was very it's impressed. It's like legit do you funny. Think, do you think he edits it himself? He, he does. does. He said he does anyways. I mean, unless he's That's lying, awesome. he he said yeah. he does it himself. Um, but he, uh, there's so much Tobias Harris content in there that it's very funny. Uh, their relationship with each other. But one of the things timing Boban, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love that. They're still one friends. thing that They're was still very uh, cute was that they the the NBA or Disney whoever actually built a building for the barbershop like they built yeah. a new building and i was just like wow they really are like accommodating these guys in great ways like keeping them busy like there was like a cornhole tournament mm-hmm. <laughs> and stuff but really and- above and beyond <laughs> but it, but i think it's fun it's like they're they're trying to like you know keep them comfortable you know, so they yeah, don't. So they remember the what it's like to cornhole at home. You know, <laughs> <laughs> never too far away. They, uh, yeah, I mean, no, it's re- really is true that like it's obvious that an enormous amount of planning went into it. It seems like early on they sort of forgot uh, the food piece yeah. of things, um, and we're doing these little like. Um, airline kind of snack packs that everyone was like very grossed out by um and in matisse Thibel's first video like he couldn't find silverware like he had to call a bunch of people to like get silverware but they have been managing to fix stuff it feels like definitely um and then steven adams shamed everyone by reminding them that it's not syria Oh, Steve. Someone is, was like, how are you managing in the bubble? He was like, well, it's not Syria. Like, it's, <laughs> I'm fine. And it was like, well, no one was saying that it was, it was Syria. Oh, man. Um, At the half, the Lakers were up by a little bit, 52 to 54. And it was, I don't know. I feel like the first half was uh, 
pretty dominated by by the Lakers. They had an early lead, but it very quickly became a close contest. I mean, they were just kind of going back and forth, back and forth. Uh, in the third quarter? In the second half, uh, oh, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah, the Clippers were up at the very beginning. It was a, just a, it was a big AD game. Uh, yeah. One of those games where you're just like, oh, it's, I mean, and that's the one thing when I think about the Clippers being able to pull it off, I think like, God, they're so deep. They have so many uh, just like great assets, but they don't have one player who you do just sort of feel like can do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. Um, Ka- like Kawhi has mo- and George both have moments like that. But uh, I mean, Davis is just like it, just a completely different kind of player. He had 20 points at the half, and I think he ended with like over 30. Yeah, he had 34, and this, and it wasn't even, it wasn't even one of his like really, really dominant games. Yeah. Um, I don't even think he shot like 50% from the floor, but just so many times when it seems like the Clippers are like starting to make it close or whatever, he just like does something that no other player can do. He's just like, oh, well, okay, that shot's unblockable mm-hmm. and he hits it at a very high rate. So like what what's the answer to this? And Trez coming back, like, you know, this is when a guy who's as undersized as Montrez Harrell is makes a difference. Right. Yeah. So that it's it, 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 it's really, really close between these yeah. two teams. And that is what is so cool. I was the definitely last- missing the bench boys. Um, you know, they're one of the best parts of being a Clipper fan is watching Lou and Trez get out there just spank people uh (laughs) (laughs) um but you know that it'll it'll come back when does luke come back in he's he's out for one more game right first three games i think they said so he'll be gone for today's game and then the next one damn all right (laughs) can't wait Um, (laughs) the end of this game was so uh my brain doesn't have words anymore. <laughs> Exciting. <laughs> I <Cool>. was thrilling. <laughs> it was very and tense. Like the, it, tense. it really could have been like anyone's game and the, and the defense that was being played was crazy. But in the end, the Lakers won the final score was one Oh one to one Oh three. There was some like insane defense that LeBron was playing at the end. That was just fun to watch. It's just fun. Yeah. He he brought it home, yeah, for sure. He and this wasn't it wasn't a great game for him either. Not like a super dominant mm-hmm. game. Was not shooting well, but yeah, same thing. Like just the ability to take over and just manipulate everything that's happening on the floor, offense and defense. They have two guys who can who can do that at the end of games. And that is just so difficult to do anything about. It was very encouraging. I mean, really nice seeing uh, Kawhi and Paul George play. It wasn't like an amazing Kawhi game, but George looked great. Um, he had 30 was, like, points. shooting really nicely. Yeah. He had what? 30 points at the end of the game, five rebounds. It was a real initials game. AD and PG scoring the most. <laughs> yeah. LBJ. They all, I mean, they honestly, I was noticing every single person in the game had initials. <laughs> 
it's I was it's like, a this weird, can't be true. And then I like looked up. <laughs> I like actually looked it up, and I, 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 and I like put it all in like a spreadsheet, and they actually all do. <laughs> all right, should we give out some donkeys? Let's do it. Donkeys. <laughs> the donkeys are awards that we give out for arbitrary categories that we make up on the spot. We always give out most points. Today has to go to the Los Angeles Lakers. Congrats. Congratulations. Congrats. <laughs> We're all so happy for you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we usually give out best dunk. What do you guys think? Dunk wise. There was a lot of good dunk. I, that LeBron dunk was yeah. bananas. It was gotta good. Be. It's got to be was LeBron. Also, I uh, just want to mention that Kawhi had this dunk that was so gentle and loving where he just kind of <laughs> placed the ball slowly <laughs> into the basket and then fell as if he was like floating down and then just sort of jogged away. It was beautiful. I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I thought it was very graceful. Yeah, but I still think that LeBron dunk was out of control. Yeah. AD had sort of a volleyball dunk. I don't know if you remember this, where like he never really got even like the slightest grip on it, but managed to redirect the ball directly down into the basket. It was cool. Awesome. Did he play volleyball? He looks like a volleyball player to me. He really should have and honestly still should. Yeah, he should take <laughs> it up as a hobby, I think. Yeah. Right. Or even just Leave. as like his main job. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Leave, leave the Lakers and go do that. Um, do you want to be someone who is competing for the best player in the game right now and like maybe one of the top 50 NBA players ever or the greatest volleyball player of all time just, before the whistle even blows? Yeah, best volleyball <laughs> player immediately trophy handed to him. Um, yeah, hard choice. Okay, I want to give out best block to... I don't even know if this counts as a block, but at one point, PG, LeBron was just barreling towards the hoop and PG gets right in front of him, plants, and LeBron just like knocks him fully over um, and he gets foul, an offensive foul. So I, I got to give it up to PG. I mean, he really sacrificed his body and his bones. <laughs> <laughs> the stars don't always do that. It's a little bit confusing to um, refer to it as a block because it is the opposite. It's not of a block, yeah. Uh, what is it that called? Is a block. They call that a block when it is a defensive Got foul. It. Right. Uh, but it's called a charge. Okay. He took a charge. So it looked painful. I mean, I have to agree it is best block, but <laughs> it is it is just confusing to call it that because it is actually the opposite of well, that. Well, we best. gotta go with best block. It was it was it was already there, so we can't I'll change oh, it. Yeah. Best, no, it's gotta best, be best block. block in parentheses charge taken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um I wanna I wanna give best shoes to LeBron's fourth quarter lows. Um I immediately went to Nike's website to see if I could purchase them and they do not exist to peasants like myself, just to <laughs> LeBron. Um, the they sew them right onto his foot they sew before <laughs> exactly. the fourth quarter. He has a whole team of shoemakers uh, mm -hmm. housed within the bubble, uh, but they're beautiful. There's like these beautiful pink and, and blue light blue um, shoes. And at, in his interview at the end, he claims that, they helped him win the game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That's a really, that's almost like, that's a great way to like, they should sell shoes that way by being like, these help make me better at basketball. I mean, (laughs) if they had them available, I would have immediately bought them. I would have bought shoes I cannot afford. (laughs) Uh, Not because I want to be better at basketball, but just because they were pretty. Do you have a donkey you'd like to give out, Hayes? Do I have a donkey I'd like to give out? I guess, uh, mo- like, um, I, the the least high person <laughs> on the floor <laughs> in Dion Waiters, uh-huh. uh, whose body has now developed basically immunity to <laughs> um, THC. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so congratulations to him. Nice. Um, I was disappointed. I don't think. Oh wait, no. Joakim Noah did get to um shoot free throws. Did you get to see his free throw at all? Yes. Yeah. It's the worst <laughs> uh movement in sports. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, but he made one. So good, uh, best best uh, made a free throw. Cool. I'll, I'll call that worst movement in sports. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Gabe, do you have a donkey you want to give out? Yeah, I'll give a donkey for a favorite new clipper to Reggie Jackson. Um, he was fun to watch. He had some cool forest green shoes on. and Very sweaty. I, very sweaty. And mm-hmm. I've just been a fan of his pretty much since uh, that video where he uh, like video bombed Blake Griffin while he was giving an interview, he just stepped in front and like posed for the camera. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. I forgot about that. Um, so, yeah. Favorite new Clipper. I okay. have one more donkey that I want to give to the whole Clipper squad. And I'm going to call it most regular looking dudes because most of them haven't had haircuts in a while or something. I don't know why, but they just look like regular people right now. <laughs> The Clippers? Yeah, I feel like if I were standing next to them, they would look like elite athletes. But on the court, for some reason, I just was like, these guys could just be any any regular ass guy. Just at just at CBS, yeah. the same time as you. Exactly. <laughs> they are sort of normal. I mean, like, look, the like, you know, Trez and Lou Williams not being there, those are two very unique looking fellas. Mm-hmm. Uh so that makes a difference for sure. Uh, I do want to push back just because Joakim Noah is is a very unusual looking guy. Yeah, but uh, so but there he are could exceptions. be. He kind of looks like he just could be a college student though, who, who like plays hacky sack. I don't really sack. think that's true. He's like <laughs> seven one. Well, that's what I mean. If they were next to me, I think I would think differently. But when they're on sure. the court all together, they it's just like these are just regular guys. <laughs> I do like Reggie Jackson. I used to really be into. Um, Boston College basketball, but they haven't been good for a long time. And the last Boston College player to like really do something in the NBA was probably Jared Dudley. Remember him? Oh wow! Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, but it, I mean, he has been around for so so long. So I'm I I, I appreciate the mention of Reggie Jackson, <laughs> although he had a couple of turnovers in this game that were absolutely brutal. Everyone was turning over in this game. There was a lot of turnovers. Hot. There were a lot. That was where, it, yeah, that was where it, it was a little, um, you could see a little rust maybe. Mm-hmm. So many hot turnovers being served. Yeah. Yummy right. apple turnover. <laughs> 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 All 
All right. Um, cool. Well, who wins the donkeys then? Let's, Let's calculate. See. I'm gonna just calculate this really quickly. And okay, uh, it looks like the Lakers win it. They've got four donkeys. No! And what? wait, wait, wait wow. hold on a second. It's a tie. Four okay, donkeys for the Lakers and four donkeys for the Clippers. I want to give out another donkey to <laughs> Lou, Lou Williams for um, having the most delicious looking wings. Uh, you know, I saw the photo on Twitter. We all saw the photo on Twitter. They looked great. Um, named after him. So, can all right, you throw that the in there? Does love the wings. I'm not like he. It's it's on record. He has spoken many times before about how it is his favorite restaurant. I I we, believe like, you. I believe it. Our last guest confirmed that the food there is super good and lots of people who aren't into strippers eat it. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Nia, Nia Sapp, she's, she lives in Atlanta and she said it's like a thing. People go there to eat. So we believe it, but... Um, you're not going to be rude. You're not going to... Like if someone comes up, you're Lou Williams, you obviously have money to spend and someone comes up and offers you a dance, you're I mean, just be like, no thanks, I'm just here to like eat eat this chicken and, and spend like $9. Yeah, if someone strips yeah. at you, don't be rude and not yes. tip them. Yeah, but that that pushes the Clippers over and they win, right? They win it. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Thank rocks. you, we did it. I thought I thought I thought they were already winning. Um, so congratulations to the Clippers. You lost the game, but you win in our heart, and that was not biased mm-hmm. at all. So don't complain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get into our mail basket. Today we have a voicemail. Hey, Yogurt Town! Thanks for the weekly rest during this torrential shitstorm. Uh, this is Joey T from Chicago. I first want to say that Black Lives Matter, and I've been representing Cutie Nation from the streets of Chicago for the past month, and it's been an eye-opening and empowering experience. Anyway, a game I like to play with my friends is NBA Archetypes. Who is the John Wick of the NBA? Someone who obsessively seeks revenge. Who is the Teddy Perkins of the NBA? Who is the super psychopath toying with someone's livelihood? Who is the Gabe of the NBA? Someone who brings the team together with their winning personality and warm voice. Uh, maybe you guys can break down a movie with a large cast and figure out who would star in the NBA remake. Love you guys. Bye. Wow. Wow. That could be a it's whole a lot episode. of assignments. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He wa- he specifically asked for a large cast movie. So maybe we should do like uh, Ocean's 13 or something. Oh, the Ocean's. Who's the Brad Pitt? Who's always eating? Um, I did. Appre- I mean, I I did see. I went to a couple protests, and like, there, you see so many Cutie Nation signs. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, <laughs> really out there. It actually has. You know, I understand why people are doing it, but like, it it, 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 it there's been the risk of it drowning out kind of the original. It takes away. Intent. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? We appreciate it if you're out there representing us, but. We're not part of this. I mean, we we want to be supporting the Black yeah. Lives Matter message and all, movement. All I'm asking for is maybe have two signs. One yeah. that says Cutie Nation yeah, and one that says like <laughs> justice for Breonna Taylor or something. Yeah, yes. exactly. Um, well, okay. We got a, we got a homework assignment here, you guys. Um, Brad Pitt. I mean, who okay, is? That is too much work. <laughs> okay, let's do some, something. Let's do a movie that has one person in it. Uh, <laughs> oh what about the lighthouse did you guys see that i oh, love that that's movie. perfect that's perfect two people okay <laughs> two people a mermaid <laughs> and, a, and a seagull i feel like okay. joe ingles has to be one of the people in the lighthouse for some reason okay <laughs> joe yeah. joe ingle can be willem dafoe 
<laughs> Who's our Pats, though? Man, oh, this man, is that's tough. hard. Okay, yeah. this is hard because I love him so much. They kind uh, of have to be on the same team, yeah. Too, yeah. Especially now in this like bubble environment. Mm-hmm. Who's like frenemies <sighs> on the same team? Uh, Harden and and Russ. I like how that's your description of like <laughs> of that relationship in <laughs> the lighthouse. <laughs> It's basically it's basically a, sh- a movie about frenemies. It really is. They might have sex, but they also might murder each other. You don't wow, know. These guys are really big frenemies. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're they're horny because they're isolated. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the players God, in the bubble are so isolated. Well. Yes, they're they're away from their wives and girlfriends, or a lot of them are. So they're horny in the bubble. Um, yes i guess it works for anyone it's just whoever has like kind of a contentious relationship yeah but i think you can work backward and i'm not sure that's what joey wants to hear (laughs) is that (laughs) you coming up with what characters you want to apply nba (laughs) archetypes to and then saying that it works for anybody i just am not sure that that's going to (laughs) satisfy Well, look, yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm brainstorming here, okay? I, I threw out Harden and Russ. You guys didn't seem Harden like that. Harden and Russ is, is a good one. Harden yeah. has a big, crazy beard. Unfortunately, I mean, I think you just have to work backwards from, like, which person in the NBA is most, like, like a sea demon, basically, <laughs> like this. <laughs> Absolute, uh, just maniac. I do think uh, maybe Jimmy Butler fills the Willem Dafoe character. He might. He really might. Yeah, I see that. But who? I think the rest of the Heat, I mean, any of them could be Robert Pattinson. Hmm. Who else is on the Heat? I mean, you've got young Tyler Hero. You've oh, got that's Bam Adebayo. That's perfect. Tyler that's Hero. Oh, my God. And he's like dating an Instagram model now. He oh, sure my God. Is. That so that's work. totally Robert Pattinson does that shit. The Instagram model is the little mermaid carved yeah. out of soap or whatever. <laughs> I think we found it. This is perfect. Yeah. Bam Adebayo is the seagull and that's it. <laughs> oh, I love Bam. Um, okay. We fucking answered that one. Um, <laughs> if you want to send us something or ask us a question, email us at hi at dunk.town. Thank you, Joey, for your message. Um, you can also call our cutie hotline and leave a, a voicemail like he did at 903-420-DUNK and tell us about your favorite team, your favorite players, what's going on with people that we're not talking about. We want to we want to be aware and we want to know what's happening everywhere in every part of basketball right now. Every nook and cranny yeah. of the millions of basketball games happening <laughs> at this moment. Yeah. NBA, WNBA, <laughs> all of it. Okay, thank you so much, Hayes, for being here again. Uh, is there anything you'd like I to plug? I love it. These old walls. <laughs> uh, the, no, my you know my ten podcast. That's it. I want to plug two things ones. for Hayes. Okay. I want to plug the LA podcast, uh, which is incredible. Oh, if we're you're, saving it. Yeah, if you're in LA, you should definitely listen to it. But also. Uh, you're working on a campaign for a local politician that we all are super excited about, Nithya Raman. So if you're in LA, check her, her out. She is amazing. Uh, and let's you can even volunteer. There are lots of opportunities to yeah. write write postcards and stuff. 
Yeah. Everyone's you, doing it. You can phone bank, you can text bank, you can yeah, write postcards to your neighbors. Um everyone who's cool do. is doing it, so you should yeah. really yeah. jump on that. Yeah, and if you have questions, Thank you guys you. Can, you guys can reach out to me and Anastasia, we can help you guys if you if you're interested in doing that. Um yes. Thank you, Hayes. Thank you, everybody, as always, for listening to the show. We love you guys so much. Love you. Bye. Bye. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dunktown Podcast. I am on Twitter at Echo underscore Mint and on Instagram, Agata Monica. Anastasia is on both as Anastasia Vigo. Check out our website. It's dunk.town. If you like the show, write us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. It really helps us, and we really appreciate it. We have t-shirts, stickers, and hoodies available for sale at dunk.town store. Thank you to Andrea Tomingas for all of your design work. Thank you to Andrew Clotworthy for our original theme song. 